everybody. Welcome back again to another edition of the Steeler Nation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Candelaria, and today is not a victory Monday, but the Steelers suffered their first defeat 23-17 to in overtime to the 0-2 Chicago Bears, now 1-2. But of course, like we always start every show after a game, we'll talk about all the other scores first, then we'll break down the Steelers matchup. So we'll start with the Thursday night game. This week is the L.A. Rams put up 41 points and defeated the Niners 41-39, to one of the most exciting games of the week on a Thursday night. Your two teams you really didn't really expect to go out and perform like that on a, on a primetime stage. Not sure how many people watch that when it's a Thursday night game and the Rams and the Niners, but Rams all in all are 2-1. and one. Niners dropped to 0-3. And Todd Gurley had a big game, three touchdowns. I don't know my fantasy team, so it really helped benefit in that way. We'll get to another game, the London game, which, wow, this one really made me really made me happy, especially before the Steelers game. But the Jaguars absolutely put a beating on the Ravens, 44-7. to And I'm watching this game. It's not even on TV. It's on, like, Yahoo Sports. It's on the phone. It's on the computer. I'm watching this game. The Jags are up 37 to nothing, and they have a fourth and short, ready to punt, and they fake it and run for, I think, like 59 yards. And that, I know it's not really sportsmanlike, but that really, I really laughed about that. And I, you know, props to the Jags for that. The Ravens dropped two and one, and the Jags go to two and one, surprising some people. Of course, the Bears 23 to 17 over our Steelers. Get more into that in just a second. Minnesota Vikings, full practice for Case Keenum and he really delivered. He threw over 300 yards and they beat Tampa Bay Buccaneers 34 to 17, which the Bucks started at 1 and 0, looked good against the Bears who defeated the Steelers 29 to 7, but the Vikings Case Keenum had a great game and they defeat Tampa Bay Buccaneers 34 to 17. Bucks dropped to 1 and 1 and the Vikings go to 2 and 1. The Dolphins started at 1 and 0 after a win which really they shouldn't have won. I mean, L.A. Chargers kind of got robbed of their first two games of the season off missed field goals for the win. But the Jets pick up their first win. Jets were actually last in my power rankings. They pick up the win over the Dolphins 20-6. to Dolphins really struggled that game. Cutler did not look good. The Jai did not look good. And Jets pick up their first win. They go to 1-2, and two, and the Dolphins drop to 1-1. One one. The Atlanta Falcons stay hot as they are one of the two undefeated teams left. The Falcons and the Chiefs are the only 3-0 teams left. The Falcons. Defeat the Lions in a great game, 30-26. to Lions stayed in there the whole game. And it was just, I wish I got to watch more of it, but I was too, you know, kind of busy stuck watching the Steelers. And they really, yeah, we'll get more into that. <laughs> and another big game was the Tennessee Titans going to 2-1 and one and the Seahawks dropping to 1-2. and two. Titans defeated them 27. We finally saw some Seahawks offense, finally saw some good play out of Doug Baldwin and Russell Wilson, which was surprising not seeing that at all in the first couple of games. But all in all, the Titans take a 33-27 win over the Seahawks. The Cincinnati Bengals played a little bit better this week against a good Green Bay Packer team. Bengals did drop to 0-3 as they led early, I believe, 21-7. to But they ended up dropping it in overtime after a comeback trail from Aaron Rodgers, 27-24 to in overtime. And the Packers go 2-1. and The surprise upset here is that Buffalo Bills, the 1-1 Bills, take down the Denver Broncos at home, 26-16. to 16. Bills, 2-1. Broncos dropped to 2-1. and one. 
And, you know, the Bills' defense has really looked good this year. Their offense, I think it's a little bit suspect, but their defense has looked good. The Saints pick up their first win against, I think, a really a team in the Carolina Panthers that really start, they started out 2-0. and But these guys didn't really look like a 2-0 and team. They won 9-6 to against the Bills. Their first game wasn't too – I forgot. But they, I think they played the Niners. Their game wasn't really too entertaining. But the Saints go to Carolina, blow them out 34-13. Cleveland Browns, I really – didn't expect this, but the Colts beat the Browns 31-28. Thought the Browns would be getting better. Guess not. And here's a frustrating one. The New England Patriots beat Houston Texans 36-33. to would have been big if the Patriots could start 1-2. and two. His Patriots trailed 33-28, to and Brady somehow was 20-something seconds remaining because a touchdown to Brandon Cooks. They get the two-point conversion, and they win 36-33. Another close game, the Giants, my, one of my Super Bowl picks. I had them in the Steelers in the Super Bowl. The Giants go to 0-3 on a game-winning 61-yard field goal by a rookie kicker on the Eagles, and they dropped the Giants 27-24. Odell Beckham did look good, though. So that is a good sign for the Giants. Kansas City Chiefs, one of the two 3-0 teams. Like I said, they defeated the L.A. Chargers 24-10. Kareem Hunt still looks dominant and looks like one of the top running backs in the NFL. And then to end the night, the Washington Redskins really surprised me and defeated a very good Oakland Raiders team, 27-10. to 10. Redskins put a 2-1, and one, and they really boosted in this week's power ranking. They went 27-10. Raiders dropped to 2-1. and one. And so just about an hour, we'll be seeing the Dallas, the 1-1 one one Dallas Cowboys, 1-1 one one, one one Dallas Cowboys visiting the 1-1 one one Arizona Cardinals. They play at 8-30 on ESPN. So I think I got Dallas in that game. But anyway, so that was the matchups around the league, and we're, we're going to take your calls for sure in just a couple minutes. As here's our guest call in, 646-668-8852. So be sure call in, talk about everything, anything, what you thought yesterday. I know what you're all thinking. I know what most of the calls are going to be about. But I also want to talk some Steeler football, some up, the upcoming, your upcoming thoughts against the Ravens, after the Ravens really got demolished of Jacksonville Jaguars and your thoughts against the Bears. So let's get right into it. Steelers did lose in overtime 23-17 to against the Chicago Bears, and it didn't look good. We'll just put it at that as to start the game, uh, first play of the game, Pittsburgh gets the ball, and maybe this was the time that we thought, wow, maybe this isn't going to be a great game. First play of the game, Roethlisberger drops back. Martavis Bryant has the defender beat wide open it's a little out in front but it's a catchable ball and I mean it was a I know I say it's a perfect ball Martavis Bryant drops a 75 yard touchdown on the first play of the game and that was a sign of many things to come from the Steelers is then after that the just the Chicago Bears running game just absolutely demolished the Steelers defense the run defense really surprised me because Usually in the past, we've been saying that the Steelers' pass defense is what's been struggling, and the pass defense looked good. In my opinion, they should have kept more in the box early. They should have made they should have made Glennon win that game. As I saw a stat, I actually tweeted that Mike Glennon threw just three passes past five yards that were completed. There was one big play to Marcus Wheaton that the former Steelers that was incomplete, but. It's just, hey, this game really confused me. And I don't know whether to call it a, 
a trap game because, I don't know, the Steelers lose, like, to these teams on the road every year, and it's always early in the season. So, I don't know. I don't know what to call it, but the Steelers run defense is not look good at all. Jordan Howard ran all over him. Even Tariq Cohen, the rookie running back, that, uh, the, the duo of them, too, just really ran all over the Steelers. The Steelers pass he looked good, but they should have forced Glennon to win that game. And it just well, really just shocked me and kind of angered me to go off on Twitter a little bit. So uh, apologize for that. But um, it's just they get into overtime, and, man, when the Bears got the ball to start it off, it just – I don't know, man. I, I just had this weird feeling throughout the whole second half. It's just oh, – it was strange. It's it just the clock management was crazy. The Steelers just seemed like they never had the football. The Bears were just – they just had the ball the whole entire game, it felt like. It, it was frustrating. I'm sure it was frustrating for the players, obviously. But, I mean, they got Baltimore next week, big division game, going to Baltimore. Haven't beat Baltimore on the road since 2012, and that was the Charlie Batch game that he defeated Baltimore. So we have not beaten them in, what, five years now? So it's going to be a big matchup. We need to win. want to get sole possession of first place in the AFC North. Yes, it is early. It's about to be week four. But first place is first place, no matter no matter what the circumstances. Like I was saying, getting back into the Bears game, so the overtime was them doing the whole game, and I just didn't understand because the long touchdown that was actually by, by Cohen that was actually called back really you know, surprised me because I don't know if he actually stepped out, but regardless, they ran the ball two more times after that, and two more big plays happened, and it just was so, I don't know, stressful watching at home. And Justin, actually, our, our website – owner was actually at the game in Chicago so he was telling me his frustrations with the game but I just I don't know I, I don't know with this team yeah they're two and one two and one is two and one now, but I, I'm just not sure what we're going to see I mean there's the offense has to come together soon and I the offense is, is too dominant not to they have awesome receivers a great running back you, you're going to get it going soon you, can, you can't be playing like this the whole season but you got to think the Steelers team's going to turn around eventually, and they usually do. It's always They're always a second-half team, but we hope they can pick up a lot of wins in the first half so they can get one of those buys in the first round. But anyway, we're going to pick up a caller on the line. So area code 614, what's your name? Where are you calling from? What do you want to talk about today? Uh, I'm Robert Taylor. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I'm calling about my frustrations with our offense and what is it going to take for us to pick it up? Man. I keep asking the same questions all the time, but it's just I don't. Do you, do you, I'm going to ask you. Do you do you, do you think this could be maybe on Bell's struggle? Do you, do you blame it on the offensive line? I, I'm really confused about him. No, I, me as a fan, I've been a Steeler fan since I was three, and I'm 45, so I've been a Steeler fan all my life. Okay. To me, from what I've seen and observed, I feel like. Honestly, he's playing not to get hurt because he's trying to get paid next year. And to me, he's not giving full effort out there. That's my opinion from the games I've watched. He's not giving full effort. He's not hitting the holes like he's used to hit them. I, I, just, I just think it's crazy if, if, if a guy like that who's looking to get all the money in the world is not putting in full effort. But I, I can see where you're coming from, just how you know the whole offseason went. 
But I, you, you got to think that eventually he's going to pick it up. I, I know you may think he may not give the effort now, but eventually you got to think he's going to pick it up. This, the, the offense has to get going eventually. There's no way it can be stopped the whole entire season, especially against the Chicago Bears defense. Right. I, I mean, I agree. I feel like that was our game to lose. We had that game. I don't know if Ben – the offense just doesn't look – it looks very stagnated right now. It's like that I don't understand what's going on out there. I'm like, this is not the Steeler team I've been watching. No. And I'm like, a bunch of my Steeler buddies, we're all at the BW3 here in Columbus, Ohio, watching the game. Like, is this the same Steeler team we watched last year? The same <laughs> team. You know, we got it, it, um, Eli really Rogers muffing punts. Why Why don't we have um, Antonio Brown back there? Do y'all believe it could be, you know, y'all think it may be time for Todd Haley to seek other employment? Y'all believe it's time for Fisher to take over? I, I mean, I, it, it could be, but I am confused about why they kept Eli Rogers after he must have punt. I mean, AB AB is actually I he's a very he's a very good returner. I think just the worries about the injuries. But I mean, he's never got injured back there before. But I guess you never know. That it's just it's just been strange, and especially getting Martavis Bryant back, you would think this offense would be even better than last year. So it's really been confusing and frustrating. Even when they won the first two games, just the offense hasn't looked good. But I think hope. I mean, I, I hopefully I just I mean, I've been saying it every week, but hopefully against a team like the Ravens. Must win. Well, I mean, it's only week four, but I'll say it's a must win already, and I need the offense to step up. So, I, I don't. Hopefully, it just turns around this week. I'm hoping that it does too, because I really looked at it like yesterday as a sort of like a trap game. Where I knew we had to have that game. Not really necessarily had to have it, but it was a game we should have won. Granted, the Every lucky thing is it was not right. Luckily, it's I. It wasn't an AFC game. It was an out-of-conference game, so it wasn't as bad. So had it been like an inter-conference game where we're trying to get the number one seed because I'm trying to always happen to go on the road to face New England, a team that we always have. A, we can't seem to beat in the playoffs. And we're trying to get the Super Bowl 52. These type of games that we had yesterday, we have to win them. Right, and especially. It was really tough, too, because I was really banking on doing the losing that game yesterday, too. It would have been nice if they went to one and two, but Brady never fails, you know. <laughs> right, I was even watching that game next to the Steeler game. I was hoping that, you know, Houston had them right where they wanted them, and they could have pulled it out, but somehow they fell asleep on whatever prefend defense Houston was in. And they let Brady just go down the field and throw that last pass to um, his wide receiver, um, Cooks. And there went, they went up. So. Yeah, it, it's just, it, it's, I don't know, man. It, it's early. It's week three. But again, I appreciate your call. But it, it's, it's week three. And it, it's probably too early to be making assumptions. But. Like you said, I, I agree with a lot of his points. Just it's been confusing with Martavis Bryant, you know, in the lineup too. If he hasn't got involved too much, but it, it almost seems like that that Ben has been struggling a little bit. But obviously, Ben is Ben. Without Ben, what are we really? Honestly, I know Antonio Brown has been putting the team pretty much on his pretty much on his back. <laughs> the whole every single game so far, even when he had 62 yards against the Vikings. He did a lot of things that helped out other receivers like Bryant score his touchdown. 
And Antonio Brown's just been pretty much the MVP of the team through the first three weeks. But again, we play 16 games, 10 more to go. I'm going to stick by my prediction in the beginning of the year, 12 and four. I'm going to have to stick by it. And man, I, I just, I can't see this team folding this early. And, you know, I think that a lot of the frustration, obviously, is about the protest and everybody there's mixed views on it. And I think that, honestly, in my belief, I think that that may have even triggered even more, you know, hate toward the loss just because of all that was happening and all this stuff was happening around the NFL. And just, it was just shocking. But, you know, the Steelers weren't the only team to get a shocking loss yesterday. Like I said, the Raiders. I mean, obviously the Patriots won, but they were tested. I mean, the Bengals lost, Browns lost, but Ravens lost. So it's just, just we're still still in first place three games into the season. Again, let me reiterate that. Three games into the season, and, ah, man, the special teams, you know. Boswell, uh, they like Boswell, <laughs> and he, he's been kicking the ball well. Um I mean, he always does. He saves a lot of games for us the past couple of years, you know. But I think just the return game, you know, I I don't know. I, I, I'm i not going to say anything about kick returns because there really hasn't been, like, a big time to really shine for that yet. But the punt returns, Eli Rogers hasn't impressed me the most. But I don't know. I'd like to see A.B. back there again. I In the beginning of the season, I really didn't because I don't want to see an injury with our best player, obviously. But – Sometimes you got to just do what's best for the team, and he, they might need to throw him back there, but I think they'll still stick with Eli Rogers. But I mean, they got to give it a, another, you know, they got to think about it a little bit about Antonio Brown. But all in the end, it's two and one. Like I, I've kept saying since the beginning of the show, two and one's two and one. And this team, I, I still have full faith. They're going to go 12 and four. I still think this team is, is a Super Bowl contender. I mean, New England's still. Even with that win, they still – it looked like Houston had it the whole game. So, it, it, New England's a beatable team. And we got them at home in week 15. So, hopefully, you know, we can really pull out a, a strong win there. But that, that, that's far that's, – this thing is far from over, and that's a long ways from now. So, a lot of things will be different then. Um, injuries, the, the offensive line injuries have been – you know, they, they've been a killer to us so far. I mean, Mark Gilbert didn't play. And it showed on the defensive side when T.J. Watt didn't play Stephon Tewitt. Stephon Tewitt probably could have played in this game, practiced fully on Thursday and Friday, but didn't play today. I mean, they looked they probably because they're interested. I definitely see both these guys playing next week in a division matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. You know, you got to show up for that game. If, if you're not, if they're not ready for that game, I don't know. We've got a long week ahead, and I'm sure a lot. I mean, I, I saw you know former Steeler running back Josh Harris talk about it. You know, the guys want to hit. And the practice squad better put the helmets on, buckle them up tight, because they, they might be in to be with the team this week or sometime at the point in the season, because the, the Steelers can take whatever they need to win. And, I, and those guys, they, they've showed, like guys like Mike Hill and, and all those kind of guys, they've showed that they can be a part of this team and, and make an impact on the squad. So you never know with those guys. If they want to play defense, if they want to show – like they want to stop this run that we didn't stop, which was so surprising to me. The Steelers will do what they got to do. The manager will do what they do. The coaching staff will do what they do. I I don't like the criticism on Tomlin. I'll be honest with you there. I think he had a great speech before the game. 
good speech after the game, and I, I don't like the criticism towards him. And this team, he, he's, he's a winning coach. It, the, the only problem I could see the negative towards him is they're, they're really never up for these games against these teams that, you know, really they, they play down to their level, it almost seems like. And it happens all the time. I, I, I think I saw a stat. Steelers, I maybe are 22 and six in 2014 against teams above 500, and they're nine and ten against teams below 500. I'm sure most of them are on the road too. They really struggle with that. In Chicago, they've only won one game on the road, so they're now one and 13 all time at Soldier Field in Chicago. So that they really struggle there, especially. But you know, I point out the good to the game because we don't want to keep it all negative because I mean they're still a two and one football team and. They're still a top five team in the NFL, in my opinion. But the, I love that heads-up play by Vance McDonald to end the first half when he that, – that, that's what happens in these showboats too early, man. I That was that was just foolish. Uh, I, I laughed, but, you know, they, they still got the field goal in the end. But, you know, just the offense, as long as the offense picks it up, which I think they're, they're going to have to. There's, there's no way – even though the defense struggled with the running game, the defense has still played better than they did last year. And they just, there's no way this offense can be held in check for that long, especially against the team of the Chicago Bears. This offense is going to pick it up eventually, and, and it has to, Brian's got to become more of a factor. I mean, Antonio Brown's been lighting it up, and Le'Veon Bell, I mean, it's just he, he hasn't been the Le'Veon that we're, we're used to seeing in the past. But, you know, I thought he would get a go in this game. I thought I predicted maybe a breakout game against the Bears because, I mean, second week wasn't awful. People were kind of underestimating that week, 87 yards against the Vikings. The Vikings are a very good team and a very good defense. But I, I really thought he maybe he'd break out a, a ton against, you know, the Bears. But it just, it just didn't happen, and it's got to happen eventually. You cannot think that all these things can be held in check for that long. So the offense, I believe, will pick it up eventually. And it it's just – I don't know. I, I, most of the negatives that I'm talking about today is, is just frustration, I guess. Cause I, again, writer and fan, it's just on the fan side of it. It just, I don't know, man. It's just, it, it'll get there. Next week, I, we're going to get the win against Baltimore. Full faith. I know Baltimore's going to be hungry, too. The Steelers got to be hungry, too. Baltimore just got absolutely blown out in London. The Jacksonville Jaguars, 44-7. to So they're going to be hungry, but I think the Steelers, they got to show what kind of team they are and show that they are a better they're, they're a better team than what they showed this weekend. And and they're a better team than the Ravens. They have a better roster than the Ravens. They have a better roster than most of the NFL. So as long as we can just keep the guys healthy and chew it, Watt play next week, it, I think that thing's really going to sell for itself. And, again, thank you, everybody, for listening tonight on the Steeler Nation podcast. And stuff. Uh, we, we're going to have Justin McGonigal join us. He's the owner of our website, SteelerNation.com. But he actually he got caught up with something tonight. So he will most likely be joining us sooner than later. And it's just thank you ever again. Uh, thank you, everybody, again, for joining us today on the Steeler Nation podcast. Thanks for your call. Sorry I didn't get to all of them today. But we'll talk on Friday. Well, actually, no, 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 not Friday. I forgot tomorrow. Steelers lineman Chris Hubbard will be joining me. And we'll put that out as soon as we can. As he'll be joining, we got his first start of the season against the Bears, so he may have to go again this weekend against the Ravens. Time will tell with the injuries with Gilbert and and uh, who I think Foster Foster went down. Yeah, so we'll, we'll time will tell between those injuries 
this weekend, and Jesse James had hit the shoulder, came back to the game. So we're going to have to look at those injuries. We'll have updates for you guys on Twitter in the next couple of days. Again, at Steeler Nation on Twitter, at SteelerNation.com. On Instagram, Facebook, SteelerNation.com. Search that. In the Facebook search bar, it's where, again, this is the Steeler Nation podcast brought to you by SteelerNation.com. I'm your host, Tyler Candelaria. Have a good night, everybody. Go Steelers, and we'll see you tomorrow. Can I change? In the hills, keep off in the main. Eminem, be like Andy Kane. Drop the top, pop it, let it bang. For this life, I cannot change.